بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين أجل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف وجعلنا من أعواني وأنصاره This is our third session and as you remember in the previous session we talked about the significance of patience and we said that how through patience and persistence we can achieve success and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has informed us in the Quran that although having faith and doing righteous deeds are the most important requirements for our prosperity and happiness but these two cannot be achieved without patience and this needs our mutual help advising each other to observe patience in the time of difficulties as promised now we want to discuss some of the merits of patience according to the Quran and Hadith and inshallah today I want to say that how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a special favors upon the patient or as-sabirin in the Quran Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that first of all he loves in a special way the patient we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves everything and everyone as much as they show qualities of virtues as much as they show perfection as much as they show goodness then those human beings who have better qualities of course they love them more in the Quran Allah says among the people that Allah loves them the most are as-sabirun in Surah Ali Imran which is chapter 3 verse 146 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan al-rajim wa ka'ayyan min nabiyyan qatala ma'ahu rabbiyuna kathirun fama wahanu lima asabahum fi sabilillah wa ma dha'ufu wa ma istakanu wallahu yuhibbu al-sabirin Allah says how many prophets there has been with whom a multitude of godly men fought you know that many prophets had to fight in order to protect themselves to protect the followers and Allah says these prophets faced difficulties challenges serious tests and trials but Allah says they were not weakened they did not abase themselves and then he says this is very general statement it's not only about those prophets and the people who followed them it's general Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the patient so if we want to be loved in a very special way by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we have to achieve this quality of sabr patience the other thing that Quran says about sabirin is that Allah is with them this is again like love although Allah loves everyone that exists 
everything that exists, but in a special way he loves Sadrin. Allah is with everyone. But in a special way, he says, I am with the Sabirin. In Surah Baqarah, which is chapter 2, verse 153, Allah says, O those who have faith, seek help and assistance. In what? in patience and in prayer so when you are in time of need in time of challenge and difficulties and you need additional power when you have additional difficulties you need additional power your power comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through prayer and patience these are two things that you can benefit from Asabr, and of course one case of sabr which is mentioned in our hadith is fasting in some hadith you find that sabr refers to fasting but it's not only fasting sabr in a general way is needed and as-salah and that is to pray to call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then he says Truly Allah is with the patient. What does it mean he is with the patient? It means that he helps them. He doesn't forsake them. He doesn't abandon them. He doesn't ignore them. He is with them, supporting them, watching what is happening to them, hearing and listening to their call, and therefore they should be very much empowered. They very much should feel confident that they can face all the challenges. So, this is the second thing that we find in the Quran about Sabirin. And of course, there are examples in the Quran that how some people, some individuals, were helped by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and if you like for example you know you can refer to Surah Baqarah verses 249 250 51 about the story of Talut and how the people at that time were tested and one of the tests was when they reached a river despite being thirsty they were supposed not to drink except a little this was a test and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that as a general way he says kam min fi'atin qalilah ghalabat fi'atan kathiratan bi'idnillah he says it's not a matter of quantity it's a matter of quality. Not only those who listen to Talut and they remain persistent were able to succeed. In general, any group that follows Allah's instructions and remains patient and persistent, they have great chance of success. And then Allah says, Wallahu Allah is with the patient. And when they met the army of the enemy, they said this beautiful dua that we also use in our qunut sometimes, you know, Rabbana afrigh alayna sabra. They said, Oh Allah, please pour patience upon us, like a rain. When rain is coming from the top and showers on us, then it covers every part of our body. 
They ask Allah to pour upon them and shower upon them sabra. This shows how much we need sabra. Rabbana afrigh alayna sabra wa thabbit aqdamana. They also said, O oh Allah, please make our feet steady. We don't want to deviate. We don't want to stop. We don't want to be despaired. We want to remain on the right path. And please help us against the infidels, those who have no faith. So, you find that how patience is introduced as a key factor in the success. And how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says he is with the patient. The third point, so in addition to yuhibbu sabirin and ma'as sabirin, the third thing that we find in the Quran is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala appoints good leaders, pious leaders from the patient. You know, those who have the quality of patience, they are the only people that can be appointed as leaders by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In chapter 32, Surah Sajda, verse 24, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَجَعَلْنَا مِنْهُمْ أَئِمَّةً يَحْدُونَ بِأَمْرِنَا You know, Imam in Arabic literally means leader. It can be good leader or bad leader. The Quran says there are imams who call towards help. يَدْعُونَ إِلَى النَّارِ And there are imams who guide. So generally, literally, imam is any leader. It can be good leader or bad leader. Those who are good Allah says, وَجَعَلْنَا مِنْهُمْ أَئِمَّةً يَهْدُونَ بِأَمْرِنَا لَمَّا صَبَرُوا وَكَانُوا بِآيَاتِنَا يُقْنُونَ And among them we appointed leaders who guided by our command. When they had been patient and had conviction and certainty in our signs. So, certainty and patience. These are two major qualifications for any good leader. Anyone that his authority and leadership come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like the prophets, like the infallible imams. And any leader who is backed up by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who is supported by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has to have certainty, yaqeen, and he has to have sabr, patience. The fourth achievement for sabrim is that they would be honored and dignified by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the Quran, we find the story of Yusuf alayhi salam, Joseph. One of the things that we find about the story of Joseph is the great patience that he exercised right from childhood. He was put by his brothers in the well. And you know, it's very much heartbreaking. As a young brother, you don't respect, uh, sorry, you don't expect your brothers who are supposed to look after you and protect you to betray you. As a young kid, you expect that your brothers would do everything to support you, especially when they promised their father. But they betrayed they put him in the well and they left him. 
then he was sold. He had to stay with the family apart and away from his homeland, from his parents and then you know all the suffering he had, he had to be going to prison, stay there for many years but he never lost patience. If you look at the beautiful sentence of Prophet Yusuf towards the end of the story when the brothers realized that the minister of Egypt is their brother the Aziz of Mesr is their brother what did they say? They said, Are you really Yusuf? He said, I am Yusuf, and this is my brother Benjamin. Certainly, Allah has shown us favors. Then look at what Yusuf said. This is the sentence that I wanted to draw your attention to. Whoever is pious and patient, truly Allah is not wasting the reward of the virtuous, of the benefactors, of the good doers, al-muhsani. So Prophet Yusuf is telling briefly to his brothers and to all of us that if you have taqwa and sabr, if you have piety and patience, you would definitely see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing you the fruits, the results of this effort. You would be totally pleased by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, totally satisfied. If possible, you would see success in dunya, which is great chance for that. If for any reason worldly success is not achieved, at least eternal happiness is guaranteed. The fifth achievement of the patient of Sadrin is that Allah gives them a good place to live. If you look at chapter 16, Surah Nahl, verses 41 and 42, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim, wal-ladheena hajaru fillahi min ba'd ma zulimu, لَنُبَوَّأَنَّهُمْ فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَلَأَجْرُ الْآخِرَةَ أَكْبَرُ لَوْ كَانُوا يَعْلَمُونَ Those who migrate for the sake of God after they have been wronged we will surely settle them in a good place in the world لَنُبَوَّأَنَّهُمْ فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً so in dunya we will settle them in a good place and one of the major requirements of a good place is that you would not be then wronged anymore you would not be treated unjustly anymore and the reward of the hereafter is surely greater so in dunya you would be given a good settlement 
and in the hereafter you would have reward which is much greater. Had they known, unfortunately many people don't know this, then Allah says, الَّذِينَ الصَّبَرُوا وَعَلَىٰ رَبِّهِمْ يَتَوَكَّلُونَ Who are those people that can expect this good achievement? These are the people who have patience and trust the Lord. They put their trust in the Lord. So you see, sabr leads to having good place, leads to be established as a community, as an individual, as a family. And then you will be able to exercise your religion freely. Another thing that we find in the Quran is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in addition to giving them all these things in dunya, He has favors upon them in the hereafter. First of all, I want to mention the great reward, the great ajr that Allah has for Sadari. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very generous in his rewarding. This is a beautiful discussion. It needs, you know, at least one hour to mention the way that Allah rewards. If you are interested, uh, in one of the papers of Message of Thaqalain, I think it's paper uh, 8, part 8 of Understanding God's Mercy, uh, I have mentioned this quality, how Allah is generous in His rewarding. Among the people that Allah is most generous with is the patient. Sabirun are very much in uh, treated with justice, uh, sorry, with generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and are rewarded. For example, let me mention few things. One is gardens in heaven. Allah says in Surah An Kabut which is chapter 29, verses 58 and 59. Those who have faith and righteous deeds, we will settle them in garden, in heaven, in paradise. They would have lofty abodes of paradise and streams would be running in them in those places that they have in paradise they would be there forever and alas is how excellent is the reward of the workers of those who do something then he says these people who have lofty abodes of paradise where streams run, these are sovereign, those who are patient and trust the Lord. Another thing is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Please, you know, listen to this very carefully. This is very beautiful. Allah says, He rewards Sabirin, the patient, according to the best of what they used to do. Please listen to this ayah very carefully. Verse 96 of chapter 16, Surah Nahl. We will surely pay the patient their reward by the best of what they used to do. What does it mean? Imagine 
a sabir, a patient who has performed many, many prayer, many, many salat. I don't know, say thousands of salat, because every day you perform, you know, five salat, so every year it would be 1800 plus, then in your life would be tens of thousands of salat. But they are not all the same. Some of the salat that you have performed are very beautiful, very nice, very excellent, because you had good attention, you had presence of heart, you were connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay. If you are sabir, if you are a pious person who is patient, Allah will pick up the best salat that you have performed. And then He rewards all your salat according to the best one. You know, like a salesman who has different types of, for example, say apple, different types of, I don't know, jewelries, different types of computer, whatever, ranging from lowest to the best. Then a customer comes and says, I will buy all your products and I will pay for all of them according to the best one. So I give you the price of the best for all your products. Allah says with the sabirin, with the patient, He rewards them according to the best of what they used to do. Best Salat, best charity act, best Ziyarah, best recitation of the Quran, best helping of people, best Tabligh that they did. Whatever they did, the best one. This is amazing. So, if you are Sabir, if you are a mu'min who does righteous deeds, because Allah mentions this also for مَنْ عَمِلَ صَالِحًا مِنْ ذَكَرٍ أَوْ أُنْثَى وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٍ فَلَنُحِيَنَّهُ حَيَاةً طَيِّبًا وَلَنَجْزِيَنَّهُمْ أَجْرَهُمْ بَأَحْسَنِ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ In the same surah, Surah Nahl, Allah says, those who have faith and do righteous deeds, whether they are men or women, he gives them hayat tayyibah, he gives them a goodly life, pleasant life, and rewards them according to the best of what they used to do. So it means that if you are one of such people, anytime that you are doing something, you have the chance of raising the bar raising the standard, raising the record of your a'mal. You know, the next time you are going to say your prayer, inshallah, perhaps your next prayer is Salatul Fajr or your Tahajjud. If you do this Tahajjud or this Salatul Fajr in a better quality than the one that you had before, Allah will reward all your salat according to this level, this record. You know how careful then we should be? Because by doing one salat better, we can improve the quality of all our salats. Another thing that Allah mentions for Sabirin is that He would give them reward without measure. Imagine 
when Allah says without measure, it means it would be unlimited. It's like giving a blank check. We know Allah rewards ten times more at least. Man Sometimes he rewards seven hundred times. Those who give their money, spend their money for the sake of God, their example is It's like planting one seed and then harvesting seven hundred. And he again multiplies more. Sometimes, you know, we have tens of thousands of times reward is multiplied. Like when someone says two rakah salat in Medina or in Masjid al-Haram. Or for example, when you do something in the months of Ramadan. But what is unbelievable is that Allah says with sabirin, the reward is not 1,000 or 1 million times more. The reward is without measure, without reckoning. This is chapter 39, verse 10. So if you are ill, or you have someone who is ill in your family or your friends. If you are poor, if you don't find good job, if you don't want good husband, if you don't want good wife, if your in-laws do not treat you respectfully, if the society would not give you chance of prosperity or doesn't treat you with respect and honor or freedom, whatever is the cause of suffering, if you have lost your dear ones, Allah is rewarding you for this patience that you exercise. And this reward is much more than the reward that you receive for your prayer, for fasting, for charity, and so on and so forth. Because they will be generously rewarded, but not without measure. When it comes to Sabr, it's without measure. On the day of judgment, when inshallah you would see the record of your deeds, when you would see inshallah the reward that Allah gives you for your different good qualities and actions, you would see nothing would stand like your sabr, your patience. When you went through suffering, but you remained intact, you remained persistent, you didn't give up. You didn't let shaitan to despair you or na'udhu billah make you dislike Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. إِنَّمَا يُبَفَّ الصَّابِرُونَ أَجْرَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابِ one of the things that Imam Hussain mentioned before departing Mecca was Nasbiru ala sabirin. Imam Hussain said we would remain patient with respect to the calamities, to the tests and trials and then we hope that Allah would reward us like sabirin. What is the reward of Sabirin that Imam Hussein is aspiring to? It is بغير حساب Without any reckoning, without any measure. What you need more than this? You don't need anything more than this. May Allah inshallah give us in and Allah inshallah. Another thing that Allah mentions for Sabirin in the hereafter is that they would be greeted by the angels. 
You know, when you go to a new place, imagine you have moved to a new house. And then you would see your neighbors come and welcome you, greet you. They smile and with love and respect, they say, we are happy that you have moved here. Welcome. Then you would be very happy that, Alhamdulillah, I have good neighbors. I have come to the right place. Now imagine when you go to paradise and then on top of that, angels come and greet you. They say salam to you. You know how amazing it would be. How happy you would feel. Then Allah says, the patient who would go to heaven and the angels greet them, they also tell them that the quality that helped you a lot was the quality of sabr. Please listen to these verses from chapter 13. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the verses 22 up to 24 of chapter 13. He says, وَالَّذِينَ الصَّبَرُ ابْتِغَاءَ وَجْهِ رَبِّهِمْ وَأَقَامُوا الصَّلَاةِ وَأَنْفَقُوا مِمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ سِرًّا وَعَلَانِيَةِ وَيَدْرَؤُونَ بِالْحَسَنَةِ جَنَّاتُ عَدْلٍ يَدْخُلُونَهَا وَمَنْ صَلَحْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says those who have patience maybe uh, the verse I uh, recited maybe was not exactly like what I recited because here uh, unfortunately the uh, format is damaged but the verses 22 to 24, please check yourself in the Quran. Allah says, these are the people who have tried to seek the face of the Lord. They wanted to please Allah. They established Salah. They did charity in private or publicly. They uh, reacted to the people who wronged them by being good to them. Allah says, they have the end, the good end. They would end up with being in heaven. And also those who are good among their parents, their spouses, their progeny. You know, one of the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does for good people is that he lets their family to be with them according to Quran and according to the hadith if a mu'min is in a very high position his family are good are mu'min but not in that high position Allah will let the family to join that person without reducing the reward of that person. So he doesn't say, I take your reward and divide so that you can be together. Allah says, no, I will. Yes. Okay, up, up to where did you manage to listen? Okay. Okay. So, I said, 
when you are moving to a new place, new house, and then you see the neighbors coming to you, smiling, welcoming you, and saying that we are very happy that you are our neighbor. We are here to help you. Whenever you need help, you know, you can count on us. Then you would be very, very happy. It's much more than just having a good house. When you have good neighborhood, you are very comfortable. You feel, you know, very safe. So, mu'mineen, when they go to heaven, what adds to the pleasure is that they see everyone supporting and welcoming and Allah says the angels go to them from every gate, every door. They go to them and they greet them. But they emphasize on one quality. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in chapter 13 verses 22 to 24, He says, those who are patient for the sake of their Lord's pleasure maintain the prayer and spend out of what we have provided them secretly and openly and re repel evil with good for such will be the reward of the ultimate abode the gardens of Eden which they will enter along with whoever is righteous from among their forebears, their spouses, and their descendants. As I said, I don't know if you missed the point or you um, were able to listen. I said one of the things that Allah does out of His mercifulness is that when a father or mother is in a very high position, and the rest of the family, parents, children, spouse, you know, are not that good. They are good, they are mu'min, salaha. They have some good qualities, but they are not in that level. Allah lets the family join that person who is in high position without reducing his reward, without dividing his reward. So, here and also in another place, Allah says, "Alhaqna bihim dhuriyatuhum wa ma alatnahum min amalihim min shayi." Allah lets the family, the progeny, to join the father. So then He says, "And the angels will call on them from every door." وَالْمَلَائِكَةُ يَدْخُلُونَ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنْ كُلِّ بَابِ What do they say to them? سَلَامٌ عَلَيْكُمْ بِمَا صَبَرْتُمْ فَنِعْمَ أُقْبَ الدَّارِ The angels say to them, Peace be to you. Because you know, salam is also the greeting of the angels it is also the greeting of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala salamun qawlan min rabbin rahim so in dunya when we say salam we follow the angels we follow Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that greet with salam peace be with you peace be to you why Bima sabartum, because of your patience. When you had difficulties, when you face calamities, you remain patient. Now you see the result. You are in heaven without the slightest fear and worry and stress. Everything is peaceful. How excellent! is the reward of the ultimate abode. Or we find in Surah Furqan, Surah Furqan is chapter 25, verse 75. 
Those shall be rewarded with sublime abodes for their patience, and then shall be met there with greetings and peace. So because of patience, they will be put in those gardens, and they will be met with greetings, tahiyya, wassalama, and peace. Another thing that Allah mentions for Sabirin in the hereafter is Fawz, salvation, success. Surah Mu'minun, chapter 23, verse 111. Indeed, I have rewarded them today for their patience. They are indeed Alpha Izun, the ones that have achieved felicity, are successful. Another thing is forgiveness. When you suffer and you are patient, not only Allah rewards you, but also forgives your sins. Chapter 11, verse 11. إِلَّا الَّذِينَ الصَّبَرُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ أُولَٰئِكَ لَهُمْ مَغْفِرَةٌ وَأَجْرٌ كَبِيرٌ Excepting those who are patient and do righteous deeds. For such there will be forgiveness and a great reward. And another thing is God's mercy. Very special mercy. Not mercy in the form of Rahmaniya, which is including and embracing everyone and everything. No, a very special, additional, extra mercy is promised for Sabirun. Verses 155 to 157 of Surah Baqarah. I think I should stop here and let, inshallah, you reflect on these verses and then we, inshallah, continue next week. Just I read the verse, I'm sure you are familiar with the verse, I have already read part of this verse last week, but these are very crucial, very fundamental verses, so we will reflect more on these verses. We will surely test you. Definitely we are going to test you and try you and examine you. With a measure of fear and hunger and the loss of wealth, lives and fruits. And give good news to the patient, sovereign. Who are sovereign? Those who, when an affliction visits them, say, Indeed, we belong to God, to whom do we indeed return. It is they who receive the salutations, the blessings, salawat from the Lord and His mercy, and it is they who are the rightly guided, they are muhtadun. And as you remember, muhtadun are those who don't have suffering. As we said uh, about Prophet Adam and what Allah said, that when I send a guidance, whoever follows the guidance, فَلَا يَضِلُّ وَلَا يَشْقَى Inshallah, we will talk about these verses more. And Inshallah, I also will quote for you some beautiful hadith about suffering about suffering, about the people who become ill, the people who lose their children, 
about the people who are mistreated. Inshallah, we will talk about this, and I will inshallah try to explain that why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so generous with respect to the people who suffer. Uh, if you have any questions, any comments, you know, I'm happy to receive. Yes, thank you. Yeah, but just audio again. So the the previous two lectures are already online, and inshallah this one also will be put online. Yes, yeah. QuranStudy.com. Sorry, if I, to check, I have understood your question properly. So your question is that, uh, is everyone tested? And if not, then how we justify Allah's justice? Is this your question? Yeah. 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 Yes. Thank you. Uh, definitely everyone is tested. There is no way to run away or to escape tests. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even says, خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاةِ لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا Death and life are created in order to test you. Who is acting better. Test is definitely there. But people are tested in different ways. Normally we are not aware of the way other people are tested. 
Sometimes we know part of it, but we don't know all of it. Sometimes, you know, you think that other people are not suffering. They don't have problems, they don't have troubles. But if you get close to them, you see that how much they suffer. And if they are lucky, they understand the problem. The worst is the situation of the people who suffer, but they don't understand. Imagine if a person is mad. Okay. He doesn't understand that he is mad. But it, it doesn't mean that he is not suffering. Imagine a person who doesn't have faith. He doesn't feel suffering. Indeed, he comes and says, you know, I am enjoying myself. Why you, you know, suffer through your faith? Free yourself from faith. But he is like a person who doesn't know that he is ill. He is suffering, but he doesn't understand. You know, there is a beautiful dua that we should all pray. Allahumma la taj'al musibatana fi dinana. Oh Allah, please do not make us suffer in our religiosity, in our faith. I don't want to lose I don't want to suffer with respect to my Iman. So, everyone is tested. Sometimes they themselves understand. Sometimes even they themselves don't understand. Like a person who has cancer and doesn't know. But, we must know that definitely everyone is tested. And there is no way to succeed without going through the test. Then among the people, those who are in higher levels, they are tested more. You know, if you have a, a school, the exam questions are more difficult for the people who are in the higher classes. Then those who are in university, they are tested in a more difficult way. If you give the exam paper of a university student to a student in a primary school, he cannot answer. Inshallah, I will explain next week that the test for the prophets was much greater than their followers. Ashaddu nas bala'an al-anbiya Those who suffered more than anyone else were the prophets. Their calamities were greater. Or another hadith, inshallah, we will quote, which says, Suffering, calamities, and iman are like two sides of the scale. When one of them is heavier, the other one also has to be heavier so that there is balance. If your Iman is stronger, your test is also more difficult. But it is by passing more difficult tests that you can upgrade yourself. So, inshallah, we will talk about this, but briefly, the answer is yes, everyone is tested. Whether they know or not, whether we know the problems that they face or not, as a general rule, we know that everyone is tested and tried. Any question? Alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah. Thank you, you are welcome.
Yeah. Thank you. Uh, let me give you first an example and then we will el elaborate on that. You know, imagine you have students in the school and they are asked to do different homeworks and then they are given exam paper. Who is patient? The one who observes the rules of the school? The one who studies? and prepares himself for the final exam and passes the exam. He is patient. Some of the people who are patient appreciate. They never complain. They ask the teacher to remember, you know, their appreciation. They say, you know, we are grateful. We are happy that you ask us to do homework. We are happy that you are giving us exam paper. We are happy that you are marking our paper. But some of them study, pass the test, but they complain also. But still they manage to pass the text, the test. They study, they learn, but they complain. They oh how much you know homework they give us you know what a, you know difficult you know test we were given so they complain but still they manage to learn and study and go to a higher class again these are also sober but there are people who rebel they say we don't do any homework we don't study they don't go for exam session or if they go they don't write anything or if they write they don't write proper answers. They annoy other students. They try to make disorder in the classroom. So these are the people who have no patience. So the same example can help us to understand the reaction of people to the test in dunya. Some people welcome these tests and appreciate and indeed thank. It's very important. You can thank for your suffering. In Ziyarat Ashura, when you go to Sajdah, the first thing that you say is Allahumma lakal hamdu hamda shakirina laka ala musabihim. You praise Allah in the way that Shakirin, the people who are grateful, they praise Allah, they thank Allah for their musab, for their suffering. Imam Hussain didn't lose his patience. He also didn't complain. He indeed was thankful. Lady Zainab was grateful. In months of Rajab, in one of the du'as that we are recommended to say after Salat, we say, Allahumma inni as'aluka sabra shakirin. Oh Allah, I ask you to give me the patience of shakirin. Like the student who has been given assignment, homework, project, and he is grateful. People pay more in order to get to a school or university that works more with the student. Maybe they give them more projects, more research, more homework, but people appreciate and are ready to pay more to go to such places. Maybe there is a school or university that is very relaxed. They don't you know, ask you anything. Everyone, you know, just automatically gets the degree People don't like this. People don't appreciate this. So, the best sabirun are those who don't complain. And this is sabra jamil. This is beautiful patience. There are others who may sometimes complain, but still they remain persistent. Still they keep their iman and taqwa. Although sometimes you say, you know, they have, you know, 
this uh, complaint that you know why this is happening to me why you know I am suffering even these people are still rewarded maybe less but still they succeed because they have iman they have love for Allah they remain persistent but those who give up those who disconnect their relation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala those who go to the right direction then these are not sadr these are faithful any question my turn I thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving this tawfiq and also I request you to pray inshallah for us especially inshallah pray that uh, the event that we have today Saturday in Athens to commemorate the birth of the Prophet and Imam Sadiq which is an interfaith program and uh, some Christian uh, figures and uh, Shia Sunni Muslims come together inshallah pray that this event also goes well we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to pour, to shower sabr upon us. Rabbana afrigh alayna sabra wa thabbit aqdamana wa ansurna ala al-qawm al-kafirin. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to understand the wisdom behind every test, every calamities, every challenges that we face. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to be with Muhammad and Ali Muhammad in dunya and akhirah. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to lead our lives in the way that we will never regret. May Allah give shifa and healing to all the brothers and sisters who are ill. May Allah send his rahmat to all the mu'mineen who have passed away, especially those who are right upon us. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. You are welcome. Alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullah. Khuda hafiz.